Hello and welcome to My Brother, My Brother and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm Justin McElroy, your oldest brother. And I'm Travis McElroy, your middlest brother. And I'm Griffin McElroy, your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary. Welcome to the Mental Illness Happy Hour. I'm Paul Gilmartin. I can't remember any of the rest of the opener. (laughs) This is not a substitute for therapy. I'm not a doctor. This is more like a waiting room. It doesn't suck. Okay. I, I want to do hello, internet. <laughs> so, Brady. <laughs> oh, that's how it opens? Yeah. Nice. It's just like boops. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> so, Brady, the other day I was looking through my cards of... My T-Rex cards, and I found this this really rare... this this rare card and i'm making cgp gray sound really nerdy i mean he is but not in that way <laughs> he doesn't have dinosaur playing cards no he trading totally cards. Does. Oh, he does they have like half of their episodes are about these weird t-rex cards that they had when they were kids wow how interesting i had we had cards that had dinosaurs too but they weren't like stats they were just like here's a deck of cards that have dinosaurs and then we played memory with them have you ever played memory oh yeah yeah, yeah. i've played memory mm-hmm. played memory i i'm i remember memory in mm-hmm. fact no these were like they didn't have stats but they were like dinosaurs take over the earth and there's like how the dinosaurs killed particular humans <laughs> like descriptions of it on the backs of the cards i'm gonna read i'm gonna recite a poem from memory i'm gonna read it from my mind Regarding Tyrannosaurus Rex. That was from a dinosaur book that I had as a kid. I'm going to read it in the original and not how my mom censored it for me. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Whoa, man. Whoa, no, that's how I married an axe murderer <sighs> joke. Actually, uh-huh. I want to see that movie again. Okay. Tyrannosaurus was a beast. He had no friends, to say the least. He ruled the ancient out of doors. And slaughtered other dinosaurs. Fin. <laughs> so how did she censor it? She said that and gobbled up other dinosaurs. Oh. She thought slaughtered was a little bit little 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 graphic, graphic. for a four year old. Yeah, or you know, or an eighteen year old. Yeah, <laughs> a little graphic for a, a little, young child. Who, little graphic for that college sophomore. My only exposure to dinosaur violence had been the implied violence of a land before time that it's pretty explicit in there isn't it i don't know that they show like gore but it's like oh these are orphaned dinosaurs <laughs> so yeah. and the stronosaurus is trying to kill them which i mean would a real large t-rex be trying to kill tiny tiny little baby dinosaurs it's a lot of effort but were they in a famine I think they might have been. So oh, maybe... they'd, have killed. they'd have killed and enjoyed it. Oh, um... But, but he was, like, stalking them. Welcome to Breakfast with Your Friends. Uh, not the other shows that we said. It sounds like um, we start our podcast similar to Hello Internet with, like, bleepy, bleepy, bleepy music. And then we start talking. Yeah. So... And a number of others. Yeah. I don't listen to Hello Internet, but I feel like we are kind of modeled after them because they're just they just chat uh chit chat i said i almost said chat they it's chot. not a word they chat that's it's a new word i what you... it's a neologism that <laughs> by, <laughs> by me right now that's how you say it right neologism 
I I always thought it was neologism. Neologism. Yeah. A- emphasis mine. You may very well be correct. I don't know how to I don't think say. it matters. Language is a made up construct and as long as the point gets across who really gives a hootie. Hmm. Yeah. Like, apparently you just gave a hootie. Uh sometimes people say things weird and you make fun of them. Well, yeah, but like, the, okay, so of course you're allowed to make fun of them, but the point still did get across, and therefore the respect should still be had for whatever is said, if any is warranted. There was some movie, it was like a comedy in the 90s, that it was like two bumbling, kind of dumb presidents. I think they were modeled after like Nixon or one of them was anyway, but I remember there was a moment, a line in it that my family likes to quote to this day. Like, well,. It was all just a big facade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 classy. It is. It is. I, I think though with the like that's a little different because we're just figuring out which syllables to stress. True. That that's entirely like what if I want to stress a certain like particle in that word, mm-hmm. a certain etymological moat, if you will. Mm-hmm. Then I can justify it, and I'll dig a, I'll die on this hill. <laughs> but calling it my freedom is just ridiculous. <laughs> my freedom to pronounce words however I want—it's in the Constitution. Unfortunately, yeah, that but, provision of the Constitution has been suspended in the pandemic. Yeah. So maybe you'll get it back. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the wrong, and you're going to, um, you're going to be brought to court and fined two thousand dollars. We got mail. We got mail. We got mail. We, in fact, got a letter. We got email. Yep. Um, Electronic mail. Yeah. Um, I'm going to omit the the author of this letter's name. Yeah, that's a probably good idea. I, I do not know why she included her full name. Uh, thank you for that, but not necessary. Just first name and social security number will be fine. Yeah. Honestly, like... If you want us to identify you, just make it easy. Come on. First name, social security number, address. Yep. Um, Pin. Your mother's middle name, so we can get into your bank account. Bank, routing, account, account pin. Yep. Um, if you could... F- Bitcoin wallet sequence. I would prefer if you mail this the real thing, but even a photocopy of your passport would be cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> this is addressed not to us, just to you. Uh, so, hey, Connie... Hey. I only ever listen to podcasts while driving, and due to the pandemic, I haven't done much driving. Oh, that's sad. Uh, we went camping this week, so I had six plus hours in the car, so I finally started listening to Bwif. B-W-Y-F. That's this podcast that you're listening to right that's now. That's this one. Whoop, whoop. I had to put one of those like air horns and like... Bow, 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 bow. You can. Yeah, I ought to. I'm too lazy. Um, it's so easy. All right, she goes on. I'm loving it and have caught up to episode 12. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. That is 12 hours well spent. Thank you to the listeners. I'm glad that people like it, some people. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) During the episode, Connie, you talk about peeing outside as a woman and gave an open invitation to email you with tips. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling I know what's coming next. Tips. Uh As a woman who grew up camping and conducting field work in undergrad and grad school, um, I'd be happy to give you some tips. Uh, I'm definitely confused by what you described. I'm not sure why your hands would ever touch the ground. I hope to talk to you soon. 
I don't know how your hands wouldn't touch the ground, but that might be my problem. So this is how I would pee outside. Probably I would get like you're doing a crab walk. <laughs> well, first you pull down your pants. Otherwise, otherwise you don't need to get in the crab walk yeah, position. You, just, you might like, as well just pee yourself. Yeah. But if you're going to try and not get urine on your Well, hold pants, on. You could do the crab walk. So if you had your pants on... And you just peed standing up, it might travel down your pant leg and get into your shoes. Yes, it probably would. But if you peed in crab walk with your pants on, it would just kind of sit on your butt. That's true. There might be a marginal benefit to crab walk peeing, but you're still going to be soaking and marinating, if you will, in your own urine, which is something I'm trying to avoid on is a daily m- basis. Myurinating. <laughs> what? Myurinating. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Um, so anyway, so I take the pants down, crab walk position, pee, and then it's hard to get up, but like, and I was showing you this before we started recording and then you were like, oh, why don't you just like squat kind of like you're doing a wall squat? And I'm like, yeah, but then if any wrong move and you're peeing on your pants that you just pulled down around your ankles, then what? Now you just peed through the air into your pants, but the, the end result your pants are soaked with urine. Well, let That's me, what you were trying to avoid. You uh, failed. Hold on, though. Let me proffer a scenario to you. You're, pe- you're in your crab, but you're doing the crab. Your pants are where they need to be, you know, and then you're peeing. You're still going forward, correct? Like, you're still arcing toward your feet. No, not really. Not the way I'm doing it. There's no danger of that. But, okay, then. But now... Now you've fallen into my trap. So okay. there. <laughs> uh oh. So where is the pee going? On you the have ground. four limbs. You have hands and feet on the ground. Where is the pee going? Directly under your butt on the ground. And it's just sitting there. The gr- the earth isn't flat. Hopefully, so you want to try to not pee on top of a hill, like when you do the crab. You don't want to position a hill where its peak is under where your is under your. Uh, peeing area and then it's going to run down to your hands and feet you would do like a flat area where like it's going to soak in the ground if you were doing this on like the floor of Walmart for example no, I mean, <laughs> that I would be bad that's kind of where I was thinking that's going to get on your hands probably or it could I mean depending on the slight like valleys of the linoleum but the danger of that rolling onto your hands and feet is, is great. But outdoors, there's sand or whatever. There's some kind of mud, you know, dirt. It's going to mainly just, like, soak into the ground. Okay. It's never been an issue. Unless it's recently rained. Well, you have to maybe try, like, spitting on the ground and seeing if it <laughs> seeing if it rolls. <laughs> or doesn't roll. I don't know. Right. Or pour a little water of your precious water on the ground. See if it, like, rolls so- to one side. So uh, we got to talk to her. Yep, that was by Catherine. We got to talk to her because, like, listener. I don't know how to do it. Um. Yeah. So hit us back with a response. Uh, you're on episode 12 right now, so we should hear back from you in about a year. <laughs> um. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, there was way back. So we must be getting a lot of uh, a, a couple of listeners starting from the beginning. We have another listener who goes by Phil who gave me a bunch of tea from a brand that I was talking about way early on. Nice. So he just had that tea around? Yep. And he was like, oh, I guess Brian likes this tea. Yep. And so 
yeah, I have that now. I don't remember you talking about this tea very well. What tea is it? This is uh, Yorkshire tea. Uh, it is some delicious black swag, and I it, like could I would drink it every day. You would? Yeah. Well, yeah, you I can. Would. It's it's some damn good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you can know. Yeah, and you know if uh, I know the story that I told about Yorkshire tea was a YouTuber who had talked up the tea so much he got a sponsorship deal. So Yorkshire tea, if you happen to be listening, I do love your tea, and I would also happily sit on a throne of the stuff. You kind of did the same thing. It wasn't from Yorkshire tea, but it was from Phil. So you talking it up led you to be given Yorkshire tea, which is essentially the same thing as that YouTuber. So it's the law of attraction. Yeah, it's kind of wild, right? You put out into the world your dreams and you put on a certain frequency and a certain vibrational frequency and it attracted um, it, about five months later it tea. attracted six tea bags <laughs> six tea bags from phil thank you phil yeah thank you phil uh yeah so that is our our audience uh happy corner audience happy corner that, that's that's that it's not a happy ending though it's just the beginning of the show mm, my whole life is a happy ending <laughs> take that how you will yeah that's open to interpretation that could either get like really perverted or really dark uh, goth. It's really like suicidal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows what he means? I'll never tell. I'm gonna take that one to the grave. <laughs> I don't want it I don't want anyone to know. Okay. Uh alright. So that's all we had for this episode. Bye. <laughs> no, just kidding. We have to still talk. That's our that's our theme song. Oh, I thought you were like making sound effects of a rifle that you were like killing yourself <laughs> with. But I was like, why are there like four shots? Hmm. Um, I think now I'd like to talk a little bit about my my update for my my twenty hours. Okay, I'm not so there re- yet. To recap, because not everyone has listened to the last episode when they're listening to this. I'm sure we get a lot of one-off jumpers yeah right what the heck yeah so that brian basically wanted uh to do a thing where he picked a topic i'm sorry i'm getting distracted by brian playing with his belly (laughs) i can't focus on what i'm trying to say i'm gonna put like a a shield over between us so i can't see what you're doing (laughs) over there um so brian wanted to pick a uh endeavor or a skill and spend 20 hours getting passable at it or or working on it not like the goal is not to master it but just to work at it for 20 hours over the course of a few weeks and then report the progress of that um and his was drawing yep uh i haven't started yet (laughs) so so far it's Um. (laughs) it's not uh happening yeah so but i did want to stress why i haven't started yet it is because this week has been odd uh, recording-wise. So we're actually recording this week's episode like a couple days after last week's episode. Mm-hmm. So we like haven't had any time to do any kind of mm-hmm. like productivity stuff. We usually give it a week between recording so that 
we have that content that's so fresh for you. Um, yeah. We have that life experience of the previous week. But in the last three days since we last recorded, what has happened? Well, I noticed that my heart palpitations stopped after I stopped working on Friday. I exercised. I had them during exercising. And then after that, I didn't have them. Good. But I'm like, is this because I'm not working today? Which was Saturday. <laughs> Friday night and Saturday. Your palpitations are just from like your nine to five? Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. It doesn't seem to stress me out. I mean, it would be a lot less stressful if I didn't have to go at all. But it's not like the people are like mean or up, like on my ass. Like they're, I mean they're chill like it's fine you know they're they're not like hard to work with or anything so i'm not really sure why it should stress me out but then i do remember um from the very beginning of my life like ever since i learned what working was i didn't want to do it so that could have something to do with it i wonder it. why but i did get kind of beaten down in the last not beaten down adjusted to socialized that's a word a sociological term <laughs> beaten down oh so, i meant socialized yeah exactly oh uh, what's the word i'm looking for crushed oh socialized so, uh in the last like over the you know decade decade and a half of working full-time i was like i am into it now this is fine everything is fine and i was going along my weary way and used to it but maybe at the end of the day i didn't really get used to it or maybe I just have unrelated heart palpitations. I don't know. It's, it could. You know, everybody's body is different and everybody's body is weird. That is true. Yeah. You never know what your body's going to do to try and kill you tr- at any given time. Yeah. It's like, oh, did you want to do something? Well, here's something alarming that's going to happen or that's going to prevent you from doing something you wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> did you want to go running? Your leg hurts. Yeah, I started like doing a workout and it wasn't even like it was like moderate exercise. I thought I was stretching properly, but I did something to my hip. Just weird because I wasn't even working that region out. Freak accident. Yeah. I don't even think it was related to working out. I think I like was being goofy and jumped off of like a staircase, like down one step. And, like, it hurt my head the other day, so now I'm not working out anymore. What stair did you jump down? You have no uh, stairs. I had my parents. Oh, okay. So I was like, your apartment is stairless. No, I, I was kind of, like, skipping down the steps. Yeah. At my at my parents' house. You were expressing too much joy. I was joyful. Yeah. And that's what I get for having any positivity in my life. Another injury. There was a time, too, that you jumped off of, like, a couch and you got hurt. Oh, my God. I broke my ankle and just walked home on it. I think your body doesn't want you to jump off of things at all. Anything. Even a tiny little thing. You know what's wild is, you know, we had stairwells in our dorms. I used to just jump down whole flights of them in undergrad. And now if I jump off the back of a couch, I break my ankle. WTF? (laughs) W-T-fucking-F. What the fucking fuck? <laughs> yes. Um, WT fucking F, mate. However, update in the uh, world of my dietary, uh, my dietary disposition hour. Um, I have 
stop going to fast food. And shocker, I'm losing weight like nobody's business. It might have been the fast food. It might have been the fast food. It might have been the like empty-ish calories that were a lot of calories. Yeah, it might have been like the 110 grams of sugar in a medium Coke. Mm. Yay. Yeah. It's a miracle I don't have diabetes. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't think to, that that was the culprit from the beginning. I mean, I kind of knew it was, but I didn't want it to be. Yeah. I was like, oh no, it's just all the bread I'm eating. Let me let me stop that and continue eating like sugar like like lettuce with sugar injected into it. <laughs> let me replace this like bread with like tubs of queso and and like 20 ounce cokes. You know what though? Like I still think that the the occasional burrito is fine because there's no real sugar in that. Burrito from Taco Bell? No, burrito from Moe's. Burrito from Taco Bell is basically putting like a pound in you. I think food from Moe's can be okay. I think it can be oily and high calorie. Um, if you, especially if you, the more like queso you put on it, you know. Yeah, but like the difference between Moe's and Taco Bell is, if I have a Moe's burrito, I'm not going to eat anything else that day. Moe's is like real food. From what I can tell, yeah. Um, I to me, I don't eat their burrito. Their, the burrito is too much food for me. Um, I like their tacos, which I make them stuff with like everything. So then, people, so it's just burritos. It, well, it's still less food than a burrito, but it's still scamming them. Well, it's not really scamming; they're allowing it. But yeah, they don't care. Many a teen checking me out at uh, Moe's has thought that I had ordered a burrito based on the size of the, <laughs> the quantity. Of the, based on the lump that was covered in aluminum foil that they were assessing at the That's... register. And I was like, nope, it is a taco. It so is but it's a, a burrito's taco. worth of material, but with a taco's worth of tortilla. And, and money. Well, um, it is still less burrito, and it has less rice and beans in it, and it has more toppings. That's why I kind of like it. I do love rice and beans, but... It's more flavorful when you get the taco and stuff it with all the toppings. Then you get a burrito, and um, it's just better. Just I ch- prefer the bowl, if I'm going to be honest. Sure. Bowls are good, but still a lot of rice. Uh, so don't get it with rice. I guess. I just get beans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the taco. That's my strategy, Moe's. I'm sticking to it. I, I, like my, I like my bowl because it is like... It is it's like two meals worth like two and a half meals worth of food mm-hmm. but it's all in there i don't have to do anything yes that's true a bowl has has its benefits for sure and secret tip right this is this is pro level moe's acquisition if you get a burrito bowl at moe's take it home you can make two full-size burritos with the amount of stuff in there mm-hmm. with your own tortilla shells Hack, hack the system. Yeah, that's how I do it. Bring home the burrito bowl and then th- make actual burritos with it. Bam. For like seven bucks, I've got like three burritos. Moe's hacks. Yeah. So I think you can eat Moe's and that kind of like quasi fast food um, and not gain weight. I think with that, it's like portion control. Yeah. But I think it's not that food's not engineered to make you feel like you're gonna die and the only way to fill that hole is to eat more of it 
Yeah. And Whereas Taco Bell, McDonald's. That's the, I think that's the sugar in their food talking mostly. Yeah. And just the, that it's not satisfying. I think the sugar and the, it's just no good. It's no And if you're eating soda with it too. I mean, drinking soda. I'm eating at that eating. point. Like it's, at this point, I'm straight There's chewing. such a suspension of sugar in there that anymore you would be eating it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do you do with honey? Do you eat it or drink it? Eat it. Yeah. So, like, sugar, like, soda is like a teaspoon of sugar away from eating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was raised kind of like ahead of our time so we were the weird ones in the 80s and 90s <laughs> there's a um the oldie stations like hits from the 80s 90s and today hits from connie's childhood so i was gonna say like we're the weird ones in the 80s 90s and today but we we were the weird ones like we weren't supposed to eat sugar or find sugar when i was little so like in school like my mom would bring like my own like if someone else was having like cupcakes for their birthday like one of the kids then I would have my own like treat that my mom would give me or something. I can't. Remember oh, exactly. you were that kid. Or no? Did she give me one, or did I just not eat it? I think I might not have eaten it. That's what happened. I just never oh, ate it. I remember I you in my elementary school. Yeah, I was that one. And then when it was my birthday, then my mom would bring everyone like, a sugar-free got thing. carrots. A sugar-free thing for everyone to share and every child hated your birthday because they'd have rather not eaten anything they weren't carrots it was like muffin it was like banana muffins it just didn't have sugar in it oh see unlike your mother like this kid's parents were just lazy like here have a vegetable platter no my mom you're in second grade don't you like <laughs> caesar dressing on celery have a sh- i can't say the word sh- chartreuserie charcuterie charcuterie have a charcuterie, charcuterie would have been amazing have are a you cheese kidding? board yeah here have like some fancy ass cheese and some like italian salami all right kids we have an antipasto dish oh oh my god here have this like fat ass bowl of olives don't forget <laughs> to spit the are, yeah, pit i was say all these kids are choking on the to death on pits because mm. they're like i'm six i hated olives when i was that age so i don't think i would have appreciated it much so, yeah, we definitely um, were ahead of our time, not supposed to eat sugar. My dad would eat, like, wheat germ on his cereal. I, don't, I think the world still hasn't caught up to that part of it. That's a little much for me. Yeah. Um, like, that's taking... That's, like, grits at that point, isn't it? No, it's just on top of it. You just sprinkle it on top. Like, it's not... You're not just, just eating wheat germ. Oh, all it's right. It's not a bowl of wheat germ. It's a, to- a topping. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, at least that's how I used it. Um, and just stuff like that, you know. We'd, we'd go out to eat fast food um, periodically. Um, Taco Pronto is a... Very few will remember this, but it was the best um, Mexican restaurant. Air quotes Mexican restaurant. Uh, it was like fast food, but it wasn't a franchise. And it was in this area, the Albany, New York area... Until I think it was 2000, I want to say like three or four when, no, it was, yeah, it was like 2003 when unfortunately the owner died in a bicycling accident. So then it shut down, but we'd always go there for like a special occasion. So, and then later on I was like, wait a minute, my birthday dinners were at a fast food restaurant all the time (laughs) (laughs) and everything was, but I also did love it. So yeah. Why can't hate it if you love it? 
Exactly. Do you remember at that age when there was a smoking section in restaurants? Oh, yeah. I like, do. Because I used to be in that section as a kid. Does your parents smoke? Yep. 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 And, like, even when I was, like, six years old, I was like, it's not... I, I remember asking my parents, like, how does the smoke stay in this section? And they didn't know how to answer it. Yeah. <laughs> without, like, telling the truth. It's like, oh, it doesn't. I mean, it is better... It's more pleasant to eat your food, forty, like, 30 or 40 feet away from people smoking than five feet away. But... It's not much different. It's not much. Especially like, if you're in an there, There's only space. so much that fans can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it blows my mind that, like, a scant, like, 25 years ago, people were smoking indoors. It's public health theater. Just like, like oh, I can, um, I won't pass COVID to anyone when I'm sitting down. But when I stand up, I will. So that's when I have to put my mask on. Oh, like the smoking section? Yeah, like in restaurants, in the smoking sections. It's just like, well, it's public health theater. It's like, well, uh, this is where we, this is the rule, so um, it's addressing something, right? <laughs> like, well, not really. Maybe. I don't know. It, it I, I do know that the, the smoking section was highly ineffective. Yeah. It's probably good that they just banned it outright. It is good to ban it in restaurants and bars i think for sure i came back from abroad the summer that they banned smoking in new york state it was the summer of 2003 i believe maybe it was two i actually can't remember but either way i came home maybe it was 2001 and they had banned smoking and we were at like an open mic my friend and i for him to play and then this guy was going around handing out flyers that were like basically comparing the banning of smoking in bars and restaurants indoors um, with like Hitler. <laughs> and I was like, no, that doesn't check out. This this doesn't track, guy. No, yeah. <coughs> I got the coughs today. Um, yeah, I was like, what? no, like that's not Third Reichish. That's that's public health it is and i mean if they rounded up all the smokers and put them in camps that would be kind of hitlerish but like that'd be one smoky camp yeah. hey. they'd just be like bringing it they just have them sit there just, they're all like chain smoking and they just bring like truckloads of yeah. cigarettes in i that that seems like a win-win actually yeah right like <laughs> I mean, i'm not saying i i don't have any problem with smokers but it seems like smokers actually some some of them might be like you know what this is okay. I, this is good. No one is going to, like, give me that glare when I'm smoking. Yeah. I'm among my people. It would be very hard to quit in one of those camps. I was going to say, what happens if you quit and you're in the camp? Do they let you out? Yeah, I guess. But if you start up again, you got to go back Ugh. to the camp. Yeah. But that would be Third Reich level. But just saying you can't smoke indoors at a bar or restaurant. That's fair. But I remember, like, not, the smoking section's not only in, like, restaurants, but in, um, I mean, office buildings. Like, I would visit my dad at work, and we'd go to the cafeteria, and there was, like, in his office building, and there was a smoking section. In this, Oh, by the way, the cafeteria is one large room. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, BTW. So. So, yeah. 
when you could smoke on planes too. I don't think I ever flew on a plane when you could smoke. That one's the worst because you're just in a tiny tube. I don't think I flew on a plane when you could smoke, but I remember going to Spain one time and we got off the plane and we were just like in the airport waiting for bags. Was it smoky? Someone just, people are smoking in there. My God. Yeah. You know, I would have loved that when I was a smoker. Yeah. Like at LAX, I had to walk like half a mile to find this little like doorway that I could go on top of the roof to smoke in. Yeah. And it was just me and a bunch of like people from the United Arab Emirates out there like (laughs) chain smoking. (laughs) You made some good business deals that day. I guess LAX and the the Atlanta airport are one of the, the like the only couple that you can smoke in in the United States. It is kind of a problem. Like they should have an area where people can go like outdoors, like a little yeah, like, like a, a fenced little. off area that no one can get in, you know, or out, so they don't have to go back through security. Because, I mean, you're going to be on your flight for quite a long time. You have to get there early. Your flight might be delayed. Not everyone can go. 15 hours without like uh, a hit of their addictive substance yeah you know and you know i bless them for accommodating me right kind of i still had to walk a long ways for it with carrying like four bags of luggage you're like excuse me i'm a smoker my aerobic capacity isn't the best yeah can i get like a ride. I eventually did just request someone drive me there. <laughs> really? Did Those they dr- people going around. Yeah. <laughs> I was joking, but you did. Well, I see why. Yeah, and I like got to the point where I'm like, I'm just gonna hang out here. Yeah. Because my flight, that flight got delayed eleven hours. Uh, that's insane. Yeah. So I was, I managed to go like six hours without a cigarette, and then it was like, oh yeah, wow. I need one now. Yeah. Six hours is about the time that the flight actually will take once you get on it. But to wait like 11 hours that it's delayed plus six hours for the flight plus the few hours that you got there ahead of time at the airport. I mean, you might as well quit at that point. Yeah. You're already in like full withdrawal. Well, I did quit. Not then. About a year later. Or two years later. Yes. Ryan is almost six months. Yeah, I'm four days away. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. From six, whoop, six whoop, months whoop, off of whoop. the can- uh, the cigarette sticks. The cancer sticks? Yeah, I was going to say that, but that's a little derogatory. But they are. Yeah, I mean, they are carcinogenic. Yeah, there's... But so are other sticks, like plutonium sticks. Plutonium sticks. I just watched a YouTube video of a guy talking about someone who was part of the UPPU club. What's that? The UP uh, Plutonium Club. UP, Upper Peninsula of Michigan? What? No, like Y-O-U-P-E-E. Oh, UP Plutonium? Yeah, like this guy had gotten plutonium inside of his body and proceeded to urinate plutonium for the next 20 years. Oh, no. Yep, he lived. He didn't have cancer? Uh, nope. Somehow. How did he get it in his body? He was working in a glove box uh, with a syringe of something, and some got on the tip of the syringe, and it punctured his glove. Oh. That's an interesting uh, box. 
like he had a there was like a box at his job or something and it had like plutonium and a syringe in it well okay so a glove box is like a big cube that you can stick your hands into these mm-hmm. gloves and work inside of this glass box oh, okay and there was like a syringe probably of nitric acid or something that he was working with oh and managed to get plutonium on the syringe oh, and damn. accidentally poked himself with it whoops that's uh, scary. Yep, the doctors got most of the plutonium out, but there was enough that like every like twenty gallons of urine or so, like a bit of plutonium would come out of him. Okay, not in like a chunk form. No, no, no. Okay, just detectable. So somebody like for the next twenty years checked his pee for radioactivity. Uh, yeah, he was pretty radioactive. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, I think plutonium lets off alpha particles. Did he, like, how did he live the rest of his twenty plus years? Because he couldn't really be around people, right? Um. Well, alpha particles can be like. I don't think they could leave his body. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. It's easy to protect against them, but they're dangerous if they hit you. Okay, and they're in him. And they're in him. Thankfully, doing nothing. Hmm. Somehow. They really should have made those gloves resistant to syringes. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be, you used... can find a way to make something not resistant to an extremely sharp object. I mean, there's got to be a way, right? I guess. I don't know. Like at the, it'd probably come at like the dexterity. Like, yeah, at the cost of, of yeah. dexterity. Damn. I'm glad I don't work in a profession where like one little mistake could give me like plutonium in me or like could infect me with like HIV if I worked in the medical you know world or or something else that was in a syringe both involve syringes syringes don't work with them unless you're <laughs> fuck well, them yeah fuck syringes and fuck, fuck plutonium fuck plutonium plutonium is really cool I've had the I've been watching several chemistry videos on YouTube yeah and plutonium is pretty awesome uh it's it's been tainted in my mind by its association with the atomic bombs with the fat man yeah and little boy or whatever yeah the other one or is it fat boy and little man i don't i can never remember just like the the murder of like five or six hundred thousand <laughs> japanese civilians sure but you can say that about iron too like how many iron like bullets and arrow points and like various medieval weaponry has murdered um i suppose i guess it's just that plutonium was invented to be in atomic bombs wasn't it uh i think it was a byproduct and we just found out that it's really useful making explosions like the main goal of plutonium is Uh, nuclear energy energy slash bombs and nuclear energy has its pros and cons but it's still scary uh nuclear bombs have their cons yeah i'm all for nuclear energy uh i think it's pretty awesome stuff and but like obviously the weaponries i mean that's like the big thing that science like the like like one of the tropes of being a physicist is that yeah if i i'm going to discover this big thing and then it's going to be used to wipe out a city yeah. Oops. Yay. 
<laughs> yeah. Hashtag not all STEM. <laughs> hey, that's a callback, isn't it? Yeah. Callback to the episode entitled Hashtag not all STEM. Go listen to it. Yeah. That's Pause good. this episode. Listen to that episode. Yeah. It, it's good. Episode. You should listen to it and tell me what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely talked about STEM and how the STEM people are off. Well, but they're not all. No, not, not all, all not of all. them. There we go. And then we get to the, back to the hashtag. But yeah, some just of them. the engineers. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I think like when you say engineer, you mean software engineer, right? No, I mean them all. They're all, all them. awful. Yeah, even like just somebody who's inspecting a bridge yeah i'm alienating so many people right now it's like 10 percent of the workforce or something I feel like, like engineers that. are i don't think that they should all be called engineers because i feel like there's there's like a lot different difference in what they do i'm just shitting on everyone and i'm not even this is an aside though and i'm not even including the train engineers which are totally separate that's not even a thing that's like you're just you're just a fancy driver yeah so they're totally separate but then you have like engineers that are making writing code right so this is your software engineer yeah you have engineers that are like building like air conditioners yeah your mechanical engineers yeah. you've got engineers that are designing new chemicals chemical yeah. engineer right and your civil engineers working on you know public work projects yeah so you've got form factor engineers what's that uh they like industrial organizational psychologists will become these like engineers that improve the usability of things oh interesting so it's it's designing like um things that people use in offices that are more to make them more usable yeah or not just offices factories as opposed to yeah okay well, all of those are doing wildly different things, and I don't think that... And they all suck. I don't think that um, one of them could really do any of the other things. I mean, <laughs> a, okay, a mechanical engineer might be able to do, like, a little bit of... Could, like, maybe train to do, like, civil engineering, but a mechanical engineer is not about to, like, write, design software, and a software engineer yeah. is not about to, like, do chemical engineering. Like, Well, it's, the, like, it's even worse than that, because, like, take a civil engineer, right? Right. Like, if you get your degree in civil engineering... You're going to focus on like one thing. If you're if you know how to make bridges, you're not going to be ever hired to make a building. Right, exactly. And then the way that they're each nerdy is totally different, I'm sure. Oh, I'm if sure. You, right? I bet that in their interest there is crossover. There's got to be. Maybe. Maybe. But it doesn't seem like they really all even fit under the engineer umbrella. probably not yeah but i like generalizing people as a rule of thumb (laughs) in general you see what i did there a rule of thumb a generalization yes hey hey. that's why i said in general after that oh i missed that i was too busy like proud of my own being proud of my own joke i could see you not paying attention to what i just said (laughs) like i said it and your face didn't change at all and then you leaped right into me what i did there praising myself yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, sometimes you have to be proud of your what your your own accomplishments in life. That's true. And if it means ignoring you, then so be it. 
You have to be proud of your own accomplishments. And if it means ignoring what is going on around you. At the expense of other people's happiness. At the expense of your own interests. (laughs) My own. Wow, that felt passive aggressive just a little. Well, you were so caught up in your joke that you didn't continue the podcast joke. I getting distracted by you like making out with the microphone or whatever you're I'm doing. not making out with the microphone you're pressing your face into it I'm that's very I'm cuddling with it cuddling you're getting cozy <laughs> <laughs> so okay I I've been keeping this from you for a little while but it's something that I've wanted to talk about I want to get your opinion on this actually okay. uh I need a new backpack. Uh, oh. It's I. Yeah, I know. Like she, Connie, just looked at it. Uh, it's kind of sad and just like saggy on the floor. I was gonna say it doesn't look like you need a new one, but I haven't looked at it closely. It's all black, so whatever like blemishes it has on it, I can't see him. You know. Yeah. It, it, well, part of it is because like part of the reason I want a new one is because I've never I've always hated this backpack. I got it at work from a job long ago and it just has a really shitty connotation in my mind Mm. um and on top of that like the padding in the bottom of it has gone and so i actually laid down the backpack yesterday and i could hear my macbook go click on the floor Mm -hmm. that's not good yeah um how long have you had it um i have had it for probably five years okay or a little longer now so i think it's it's time for a new one (laughs) I'm gonna go with the brand, Targus. Yeah, it, it's a it. It was supposed to be decent. I've never liked it though. It's always been like a flat piece of shit. Yeah. Um. It definitely looks like a tech person backpack. I, like, it looks like you would take it to a coffee shop in L.A. and you would like write code. Yeah, I know. Every yeah. So, <laughs> it's just fine. Nothing wrong with doing any of those things. Right. They're all good on their own, but mm-hmm. as a gestalt, it just turns you into a particular person. Speaking of software engineers. <laughs> um, well, so I haven't ever bought a laptop that was for computers specifically. And this would just be for a computer. You haven't bought a laptop right? that was for or computers not laptop, specifically? Sorry. Hold on. I have to cough. <laughs> I was trying so hard to not cough that I forgot words in the previous <laughs> sentence. I haven't bought a backpack. You had an aphasia due to your need to cough. <laughs> it was a a laptop. It was a computer's computer. That's right. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm in the market for a computer's computer. Let me computer. plug this computer into my computer so I can computer while I computer. If I plug one computer into the next one, will the, the one that has the other computer plugged into it work faster? Oh, no. Blah, blah. Well, now, what am I, I would like to return a computer, please. No. <laughs> Instead of yes anding, I knowed you. Yeah. I guess it depends on how you have it set up, right? Yeah. Theoretically, yeah, yeah. theoretically, you could make use of the other computer to compute stuff, right? You'd have to do a specialization, right? Like, you'd have to be like, okay, I'm setting this computer aside and, like, threading out all of these certain tasks to this computer. Yeah. I don't know how to do that, so whatever. Um. I haven't bought a backpack that was for computers, so that's where you should start, I guess, because they have their own special ways of cradling your, like, $1,000 worth of laptops inside of them. But I I 
have a Dekine backpack. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, that's your like tiny backpack, right? Well, I have a Dekine like purse. And then I also have a Dekine backpack. It's not tiny. It's a normal backpack size. Do you like when you're looking for a backpack or a purse, what are you, are you looking for color? Are you looking for functionality or like some combination of the two? Yes. Like, because I'm trying, I want like a nice looking thing to be like, this is, this defines me. You (laughs) are so riveted by what I'm talking about. You're yawning. That's how I know. (laughs) Well, I just need oxygen to my brain. Is that you? Yeah, I'm because I'm taking up all the oxygen. Is that it? Well, can you stop? Can you breathe a little more shallowly, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm oh, fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brian tried to do a. I tried to be joke, funny, but he ended up hurting his throat in the meantime. Um, so the backpack that I have is to kind. It was like Amazon Prime Day or something several years ago, and I impulse bought it because I looked and saw what they had um, on sale, and it was like $25 or something like that. It was cheap, sure. and I liked how it looked, and I got it, and I'm pleased. I mean, I think I looked at the, you know what kind of pockets it had and the features, too, but so all of the above, really, I, I like it to look at least okay. I mean, they can only look so nice. It's like... A backpack is a backpack, right? I mean, they can look really shitty if they're ugly color, but like <laughs> they're pretty much not going to look. They could look like, really nerdy if they're like made for children, you know. If I get like an Aladdin backpack, yeah, Aladdin with my matching Aladdin lunchbox, yeah, you get like a Frozen or whatever the current thing is nowadays. Yeah, some kind of Marvel. Oh, and it's thing. made out of like that, like that fucking like vinyl. I need a backpack that's like more more protruding then long or tall looks dorky you know the ones that like the way that they're cut is to kind of like they look like triangles coming off of your back <laughs> like right triangles with the right angle at the lower part of your back <laughs> you know what i mean i i feel like this might my, my my math brain is taking this way too literally the, that general shape the more that they're like low hanging triangles off of your back the more that you're looking like you're 12 um but i I don't care what i look like i care (laughs) no that's a lie i do care yeah i thought that was what we were trying to do is get a backpack that looked cool i mean the one you have now i think looks fine like shape wise like this is the kind of shape that's like i'm an adult but i'm wearing a backpack and that's fine i feel like i want one of those boxy looking ones okay you know what i mean like they they just it looks like you're strapping a rectangle on your back yeah would that be comfortable probably not but i kind of want one why because you want to feel like you're like wearing a rocket on your back i have you know i i did like rocket man growing up Mm -hmm. well it's not too late to be rocket man rocket man burning us fuse out there alone I may have seen that movie, but I may not have seen that movie, too. Oh, I'm talking about a song. Okay. I, I, there is a movie where someone does put a rocket on their back. Oh. Um, oh. I thought it was called Rocket Man. It might be. I don't know. I don't watch movies. Yeah. Well, you should get a backpack. I mean, I would try and... I feel like if you're going to spend, like, 40 50 60 plus dollars on it, you're going to get ripped off. Like, they got backpacks for sale for, like, 20 30 40 
40 is like what you should pay, I think. Probably. Or less. Like, so what I'm looking for, I'm looking for like, and here's where we get into like the utility portion, right? Like design aside, like I guess the design will speak to me and I'll be able to like show pe- show off in our on our website, or I guess, like what my new backpack is going to look like. We'll make a new page for it called Backpack. So it'll say like about merch backpack. Yeah, except you can't buy it. It's just mine. Yeah. Um, but I like just thinking about like function wise, I, I have a laptop and I guess there are some other things that I'd like to put in there too, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know this type of stuff always like, I always wind up like overthinking this type of purchase. That's why like I'm, I'm asking you anything that might help me simplify the decision. What do you want to put in there? besides your laptop um well like hiking stuff um not like overnight hiking or anything no camping like a sweater and a water bottle yeah or like my dungeons and dragons stuff or which is books uh yeah books and stuff dice plush dragons um my tarot cards (laughs) really um yeah yeah i use uh tarot when i dm oh okay cool um yeah, I in my current game there're like fortune tellers that go around and you can get your card re- like your reading done. Oh. Well, look at that. Yeah. I'm re- I'm bad at it, just like DMing, but I enjoy it. So. Remember when you read me my tarot, my cards, <laughs> like you pulled the- you pulled like <laughs> 3 or I pulled 3 and you read them and then after you, you finished you were like, I think I just read my own tarot. I think I, yeah. I was more worried about myself at that moment. <laughs> you summarized. You, you drew like a narrative from those cards that described you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's that made me feel better because I didn't like how it applied to me. It. <laughs> and then I made you, well, I requested that you then read it for me. And yeah. you did. I don't remember what yeah, you said, I though. did what I could. I yeah. did what I could, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're good at coming up with like things to say when reading tarot cards. That's, I have my finger on the pulse, yo. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, you know, I have the Oracular Spectacular, which actually is an MGMT album. Um, <laughs> I have the Orphic voice. <laughs> the ability to get into the groove, mm-hmm. making a rhyme and a rhythm, have it all work. Mm-hmm. It's really just all about being showy. Yeah. And you um, can make up stories it's called lying yeah. well <laughs> you're good at like lying uh in a like a long form long form lie <laughs> the long <laughs> where it's not just like where are you going uh for a walk and you're going to like all right you know smoke or something or you're going to like i don't know the, a whorehouse <laughs> you know right. it's, i'm uh, going for the long walk i'm going for a, i'll be back in three hours i'm going for a hike i'm going to a brothel <laughs> i'm going for the three minute power walk yeah um uh. but then <laughs> so that's a short form lie but your long form lie would be like okay like these are some tarot cards i'm just gonna make up a little thing about you yeah i'm gonna them. i'm gonna predict your future based mm-hmm. off of nothing and it's gonna be vague enough to be correct always I like tarot cards, but I don't know enough about what any of them mean. So I have to like, every time I would draw one, I have to then look into the little book and also like look online on my phone about what the card means. And it takes a long time. Yeah. 
because I'm yeah. like I don't know like seven cups. Seven oh, I cups. only do major arcana readings. I don't do any of the like the minor. Oh, so you just take all the minor arcana out of the yeah. deck, huh? Well, well, people only want the big deal stuff. I don't like. So even if there's nothing big going on in the person's life at that time, I'll make it big. It's like, well, you're picking from how many major arcana are there? I think like twenty-two or yeah, twenty-three. It's like, well, you're picking from these things, so you're. Let's see. Let's force dramatic things to happen to you. Yep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Well, it ha- look, especially when weaving together a fantasy story, like using the minor arcana seems kind of a waste of time. Yeah, because people only want the the good shit, right? Yeah, they don't want to know that you should. Um, like mitigate a conflict in your life. You know, and I'm not going to admit that I've stacked the tarot so that they're guaranteed to get the upside down death card on the future. <laughs> um, but you know, <laughs> saying it could happen. Does upside down death mean no I have no anti-death? clue what it means. Yeah, we don't know what, what the... That's why I said I am not admitting to it. <laughs> because I didn't do it. But it's something that I've considered. Stacking the deck. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when doing fortune readings. Isn't the person that you're, you're reading for supposed to shuffle? Um, Not these days. Really? Not in the age of corona. I'm, they're not touching my tarot cards. Oh. I was like, really? Like, fortune telling has... Like, the industry... like decided that's not how it's best practice but i realize you're talking about corona yeah virus not for a not for a reading in a fantasy tabletop this would be a good opportunity to play poker and cheat play poker for money and be like well i guess you guys can't shuffle um or touch your cards yeah i'll look they're my cards i don't want you guys touching these so um i'll just deal Oh, what? Wow, it's weird. I won. How convenient. I wonder, like, that's got to suck, right? Like. What? I, like, cards right now must be really hard. I, although I imagine that's why most casinos are closed. Well, I think it's there. I mean, it's the transmission by surfaces is. Minimal. Yeah. Minimal and you, it's easily mitigated. I mean, say you get it on your hand. It doesn't absorb through your hand. Right. You have to do something to it. That's why um, Fauci recommends to stop licking your hands all the time. But I, I don't fuck know. Fauci. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, actually like him. He's had his fun. Don't fuck Fauci. He, he's. I, I saw, mean, unless it's consensual. I saw him licking his hand. So. <laughs> no, just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me get right in the creases. Actually, if you did lick your hand, that's the other thing. Is um, I think you can't contract the virus through your like digestive system either. Because your stomach immediately kills it. So really just don't like put your... F- don't cor- sniff Don't sniff your finger cr- crotch. Right. Don't take the coronavirus that's on your hand and put it in your eye. <laughs> Ew. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, okay, so we're about at time. We have a couple minutes left, actually. Mm-hmm. But I would like to kind of take these last couple minutes to let people know how much... I am thinking of them and how happy that uh, I am that you are getting any type of joy and fulfillment out of this uh, show. We put a lot of love into yelling at you people. Uh, feel... Uncomfortably 
high amount of love. Yeah, it's actually like you should probably consider a restraining order. Um, but if you don't, you can feel free to check me out uh, on Twitter at Garland Frenzy. Uh, you can check out Connie at underscore draw and erase. Nope. Oops. <laughs> you can check Connie out at draw and erase underscore at Instagram. Uh, and you can go to our website, which is breakfastwithyourfriends.com, and check out our merch store on Redbubble, which is Breakfast With Your Friends merchandise. Yes? It is under my handle, Drawn Erase, but the merchandise for yeah. this podcast says Breakfast With Your Friends, or we have a link to it. if you want to be French about it. Yeah. We have a link to it on the on the website. Yeah. So check it out. That's how you find uh, it. Get subscribed on, leave us a rating on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends because nothing is better than breakfast with your friends than more friends. <laughs> There's someone out there that's like, you just called and canceled everyone coming over for breakfast and just ordered another round of pancakes for themselves. And they're like, <laughs> I achieved this a different way. Yeah, right. Petit, what is that like? Uh, petit déjeuner avec nobody. <laughs> Actually, it is petit déjeuner en paix. There it is. En paix? En paix. It means alone? It means in peace, but oh. the connotation is alone. Oh, yeah. But I like that uh, use of words in French to mean, like, to say, like, yeah, it, it's in peace. Right. Well, Without th- you motherfuckers. That's... You can you can have déjeuner en paix, but uh, one's petit déjeuner must be avec tes amis. Yeah, I would be in agreement with that. D'accord. Yeah. All right, uh, take it easy, stay cool, and bye. bye.